to join us for the Living the Life broadcast on our series, Understanding the Goodness of God with Dr. Chooks Ugohe. Good evening. Welcome. Uh, this is Dr. Chooks Ugohe. I am sharing with you um, episode 247 tonight of our series on study of the character of God, understanding the goodness of God. And we started a thought yesterday uh, titled, The Goodness of God Makes Me Go for Glory. The goodness of God makes me go for glory. And, and I laid some foundational truths uh, down in yesterday's episode, episode 246. If you missed it, please go back, go on our YouTube channel, look for episode two, 246, watch it, listen to it, and then um, we're going to just pick up from where we stopped yesterday, today. All right. Now, we, we established a few things. The scripture we, we started with in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. God ordained a certain wisdom for our glory. Uh, and we said yesterday that from this scripture, we get it. God's thoughts, God's desire for you is glory. Glory in your spirit, glory in your soul, glory in your body. That is God's desire. And there is a wisdom on how to achieve that glory, on how to arrive that glory. And God hid that glory from the foundation. Yes, he said before the ages, before the ages, the, this wisdom was ordained. There's a technology for, for the manifestation of that glory. And it was hidden. Bible says a mystery. It was hidden. So people couldn't know it. Man couldn't access it. Angels don't know it. You know, um, other creatures, heavenly creatures, nobody has access to this wisdom, to this technology. How is this supposed to happen? But we are living in the times now that God is downloading that wisdom. Look at what he says. He said, which none of the rulers of this world, of this age knew. If they knew this wisdom for glory, for the glorification of man, it would have been a different story, but they didn't know it. He said, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Jesus is described as the Lord of glory or the Lord who confers glory. So, so his whole mission on the earth, his whole mission was to confer glory on man, to cause man to have glory in his spirit, glory in his soul, glory in his body. And there's a wisdom to it. So, so this wisdom was hidden. And when, when that wisdom played out regarding Jesus on his earthly ministry or during his earthly ministry, they, the rulers of this world, they don't know that glory. And I want to say to you the same thing today. There is a wisdom for your glory, for your glorification. And, and the, the demons and principalities and spiritual uh, forces that be, they don't know that glory. They don't know it. It's been hidden for the church. Hallelujah. It's been hidden. And this is the season now that God is downloading it. And as many of his children that access that glory, this is the secret for their lifting. This is the secret for their victory. This is the secret for their dominion in the earth. The accessing of the revelation 
for the technology for the manifestation of glory, spirit, soul, body. Hallelujah. Spirit, soul, body. So, so accept it. You were, you were pre-designed by God to operate out of his glory. The glory of God is not something that's supposed to stay with God alone. Mm -mm. It, we, his children, are supposed to be partakers of that glory. In all three dimensions of our being. All of them now, 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 now. Because the, what Jesus died to procure for me and you was for this life. The salvation he procured. The deliverance he procured was for this life, was for existence in this dimension. So glory is our end, eh, 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 end destination. Glory, glory in my spirit, glory in my soul, glory in my body. You know, the glory of God manifesting through me, the glory of God shining forth through me, me as a believer operating in that glory, walking in that glory, fully, fully walking in the glory of God. This is, listen, God wants the church, God wants his people to desire this because this is what he desires for you. You know, what causes miracles to happen? It's when the heart of a child of God is desiring what God desired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you lock in and you are panting after what God is interested in. You know, you know, praying at me is when you are praying and going in this direction, and God is going in that direction. That's praying amiss. But praying accurately is praying in the direction of what God has already decided to do for you, or what God has already done for you. So effective praying is keying in on what God has already done for you. So when you key in on it and pull at it, you get a manifestation. God ordained glory for you. You are not supposed to live a life of a, a gloryless life. Mm -mm. You're not supposed to have a gloryless ex existence, neither in your spirit, nor in your soul, nor in your body. You're supposed to have glory. So when there is no glory, listen, listen, when there is no glory in your spirit or in your soul or in your body, you are, you are, um, um, you are vulnerable to the devil to be messed up. Satan messes up people outside of glory. Remember the Bible says in Romans chapter 3 verse 23, it says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So what the enemy wanted to achieve in the garden of Eden, and he achieved it, was to, to separate man from glory. <laughs> Adam was operating in glory right in the garden. There was glory everywhere. There was glory in, 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 in his operation, in his existence. That's, that's, that, that, that the enemy didn't want that. Satan didn't want that. How did he achieve it? Now, listen, listen, follow my thought, follow my thought. In the garden, Adam had been put there by God. And Adam had an understanding of God, which was improving and developing. As they spent time with God, as they fellowship with God, the, 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 the glory of God was being revealed in them and through them. And as that revelation of glory was coming out through them, the effect was that there was dominion. They had dominion in the earth. 
so, so, so they were in charge of the celestial uh, 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 beings. They were in charge of the terrestrial beings. They were in charge of the animals and all of the things that, you know, God created in the garden. They were ruling. So what was happening there was as they, you know, commune with God and fellowship with God, the God who is the source of glory imparted glory to them. And then as he imparted glory to them, glory shined through them and glory manifested as dominion. Come on, are you here? The glory manifested as dominion. Things obeyed them. Everything obeyed their commands because the, the connection with God and that connection with God, you know, came as a result of fellowship. What they believed about God was consistent with who God was. Pay attention. What they believed about God was consistent with the character of God. So there was, there was seamless uh, 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 flow between them and God. You know, remember the Bible says two cannot work together except they agree. So Adam and God worked together because they agreed. They agreed on, on what they believed, on what Adam believed about God. So the way God saw Adam was consistent with the way Adam saw God. Are you here? Because Adam was an image of God. So the way God saw Adam and the way Adam saw God were, were harmonious. They were synchronous. And the enemy saw that, that as long as what Adam believed about God was consistent with what God believed about himself and believed about Adam, glory was flowing. Glory was flowing. Because remember that Adam didn't have any glory uh, within himself as it were. His glory came because he was an image. So, so the whatever glory we saw manifesting through Adam was glory that came from God into Adam because there was agreement. The enemy saw that agreement. The enemy saw it and knew that uh, 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 as long as this glory is radiating through Adam, Adam is in charge. I am underneath him. Adam is in charge and I have to obey him. So uh, the only way to, 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 to steal power, because remember that Satan is a power-hungry spirit. The only way to steal this power from Adam is to cut him off from glory. Because if I can create an obstruction, if I can create a separation, if I can create a, 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 a cut-off, a, an insulation from, between God and Adam, if I create a separation, that's the word I'm looking for. If I can create a separation between God and Adam, then glory will not be able to flow through to Adam and then manifest as dominion. So what did he do? He realized the only way this thing is to change what Adam think, thought about God, to change Adam's perspective of God. So he introduced a lie. And what was the lie? That God was not good. He told them a lie that God was not good. God is not a good person. He's hiding something from you. He's keeping something away from you. He is, you know, shortchanging you. He doesn't want you to have everything you are supposed to have. No, think about it. You know, you know, you know, in, even in our human relationship, if someone is your friend and the person is, or your spouse and the person is keeping away something from you that you need for your, for your thriving, for your flourishing, you are going to be looking at that person funny because it means that they don't have your best interest at heart. Why would they keep away this information? Why would they keep away this asset or this resource from you? So, so, so that's what 
the devil did. He convinced Adam that God was keeping something away from them, that God was not a good person. And Adam and his wife believed that lie. They believed it that God was not good. And immediately they believed it. The effect was that they got disconnected from the flow of glory. So they lost that glory. So when you read that scripture in Romans 3.23, that's how it happened. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So when they believed the lie, they disconnected from that glory. And no more glory. And, 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 and I explained to us the effect of glory. When, when glory is manifesting in the spirit, there is communion. There's fellowship. There's connection with God. When there's glory in the soul, the mind of man connects with the wisdom of God without restraint, without uh, uh, disconnection, without, without any hindrance. So the mind of man is operating at the mind of Christ. That, that's when there's glory in the soul. When there's glory in the emotions, which is the part of the soul, the, the emotions of man connects with the emotions of God, which is love. So man loves unconditionally. Hallelujah. So, so, so when there's glory, I can love exactly as God loves. That's glory. I can, my, my, God can flow his emotions through me and there will not be a hindrance. So, so I love exactly as God loves. So when, when there is a, 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 an obstruction, so the love of God is not flowing through me without a contamination, without hindrance. You know, you know, another way to explain it, for those who will understand this analogy of electricity, you know, there is something called resistance, you know, uh, in, 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 in wires. Different substances have different levels of resistance. Okay, a good conductor has very minimal resistance. Some resistance, but minimal. And we know that the best conductors are either copper or aluminum. They have the least resistance. And that's why they are used. Aluminum is used for high-tension electricity transmission. Copper is used for, you know, lower, lower voltage transmissions. Because they have, you know, small resistance. There's some resistance there, but it's small. But, but you know, an insulator has very heavy resistance. And that's why electricity does, doesn't flow through insulators. So plastic, rubber, you know, is used to cover the wire. So electricity is not able to flow because the resistance is high. Now, now take that analogy. Glory, glory requires a belief system, Kamolobo Shika, that is accurate to flow. So when I, when I, what I believe about God is consistent with his character, I am, in a, I am in a conductor for glory. So what I believe is key. If I believe a lie, oh yeah, yeah, about the character of God, I become an insulator. Glory is not able to flow through me the way it's supposed to. Remember, I was designed for glory. Remember, you were designed for glory. Man was designed to radiate the glory of God. Man was designed to flow without hindrance, without limitation, without restriction. The glory of God. So, so that's why God made man in his image. Because God desired that when Adam walks in the garden, when, when anybody sees Adam, they see God. So, so, so what God desires is to return us to the place where we are powerful conductors of glory. Where we have least resistance to glory. 
Wrong belief system creates a resistance to glory. Let me say it again. Wrong belief about the nature and the character of God creates a resistance to the flow of glory. And when there is resistance to the flow of glory, it will manifest in sickness. It will manifest in poverty. It will manifest in lack. It will manifest in fighting in relationships. Because how can people, you know, not fight in a relationship? The, the, people don't fight in a relationship when there is love. The reason why there is perfect harmony in the Trinity is because there is love. There is no insulation. There is no resistance. Glory flows you know, nicely within the Trinity. That's why they agree. And God wants us in the church to have the same glory. The Bible says so in John chapter 17. He said, Father, put in them the glory. The glory that we had in the beginning. So God wants us to have that glory without resistance, without insulation, so there can be harmony. It's just so that they may be one, even as we are one. So, so, so get the flow. God wants human beings to be conductors of glory without resistance. Listen, why do we have sickness? We have sickness because the glory of God is not radiating. The life of God is not coming through. So the enemy... Because of wrong belief system, wrong belief system short circuits the flow of life, the flow of glory, and it manifests as sickness. It manifests as pain in the body. It manifests as pain in our lives. All forms of pain, listen, all forms of pain is nothing but an evidence that glory is not flowing the way it's supposed to be. So how do we correct pain? We fix what we believe. We stand on, on the truth of God's word and stand on it until that truth takes over completely all our consciousness and our subconsciousness. Then glory begins to flow once again. Glory begins to flow once again. So when we hear the scriptures that say that God wants a church that is glorious, a glorious church, that's the church that Jesus is coming for. A glorious church is a church that has no insulation to the flow of glory. No insulation to the flow of life. No insulation to the flow of power. That's what God wants. So, so that's God's desire. In fact, it's a prophetic, prophetic inevitability. Because God's Jesus, Bible says Jesus is coming for a glorious church. How is the church going to become glorious? By getting the revelation that I'm sharing today. Oh, I'm telling you now, God is releasing this revelation mightily in the earth. Apostles and prophets of God are going to begin to download this hidden wisdom. This hidden wisdom so that the insulation, the resistance to the flow of glory will begin to come down. And let me tell you the manifestation. Healings will begin to break out everywhere. You know, I, I explained it yesterday. You know, the, the, three, the five levels of the, of the manifestation of glory in the body. The five levels of the manifestation of glory in the body. The lowest level and the entry level is healing. Healing. And then we go to number two, health. So you, 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 you're not falling sick. Even if the enemy is trying to put something because we live in a corrupt world and try to put something, you resist it. You stand there. And say, no, the word of God says I am glorified. The word of God says glory is flowing through me. And if glory is flowing through me, this sickness cannot manifest. Mm -mm. This sickness, this pain, no, you stand against it. When you have glory, when you understand this thing, you can stand against lack. Yes, you can stand against lack. When there is lack manifestation, you say, no, 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 no. I am, I am a conduit 
for the unadulterated, unhindered, unfettered flow of the glory of God. I said it yesterday. Let me say it again. Jesus, uh, Paul said it. My God shall supply all my needs, all your needs, according to his riches in where? In glory. Can you see? Provision comes out of glory. So, so when you understand this mystery of glory and connect with it, you are able to pull resources. You are able to pull things from the pocket of God. I have done that teaching uh, in, in, in times past. There is a pocket that God has. And, and the, the key to accessing the pocket of God and pulling out things out of the pocket of God is understanding this mystery of glory. When you get it and, and now glory is flowing through you without hindrance, without resistance, unhindered, unfettered flow of glory from the spirit of God to your spirit, from your spirit to your soul, from your soul to your body, from your body to your world. <laughs> Everything around you is now in animated with the glory of God. Listen to me. God desires that your business is filled with the glory of God. And how is the, your business going to be filled with the glory of God? Because your, your body and your soul are filled with the glory. Because your spirit that is, you know, born again is now radiating that glory. And there is no resistance and there's no hindrance. So glory flows into what you are doing. And what you are doing begins to do well. What you are doing begins to, begins to shine and, and flourish and do well. Ay, ay, ay. I am going gonna, gonna to share, share on this, you know, when we get into Isaiah chapter 60. Because he says, arise and shine, for your light has come, for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. That prophecy in Isaiah chapter 60 is the end time church that is being talked about. And he said, darkness covers the earth, gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen in you. As glory begins to radiate through you, Look at what he says next. He says, he says, the wealth of the nation shall come. Because when there is glory, there is wealth. Hallelujah. When there is glory, there is supply, ample supply. I want you to know this, that, that God is pouring out glory like you wouldn't believe it. This is where we are. Okay, I'm going, I'm going to try and round this up for, for, for tonight. I am just, I'm just excited about the revelation that we are you know, uh, uh, um, going to be receiving as we continue in this teaching. Listen. The highest level of glory, maybe let me, let me define glory for tonight and then I'm going to pick it up from there tomorrow. What is the glory of God? What is glory? Let's define it. I think it's important that we define it today. Then we can build on it going forward. Glory is the visible manifestation of God. The visible, visible to the eyes of man, visible to the senses of man, the visible manifestation of God is glory. The visible manifestation of the power of God is glory. So anytime the power of God manifests, it's called glory. Anytime the senses of man captures, captures the essence of God, it's called glory. Glory is the weight assigned to God. The weight assigned to God is called glory. Glory is an opinion expressed about God. Glory is an opinion expressed about God. Glory is the visible sign of God at work. So when God is at work and the work of God, what God is doing becomes uh, perceptible through the five senses of man. That perception is called glory. So when I perceive the work of God, 
it's registered as glory. That's what it is. Glory is the visible sign of God at work. Glory is feeling the whole weight, the splendor, the riches, the dignity, the reputation of who God really is. So when I perceive the essence of God, he, the splendor, the power, the, the riches and the dignity of God, that's glory. Glory is the manifestation of God's presence as perceived by humans. Glory is when what is observed, when a human, a human interacts, glory is what is observed when a human interacts and interfaces with the dimension of God. That's glory. So, so when my senses a, a, a perceive the interaction between the dimension of God and the dimension of man, that perception is called glory. So, so glory is the essence of God. And, and, and God wants his excellence manifesting through us with no hindrance, with no limitation. So a glorious church is a church that reflects God's glory ah, yeah, yeah, without hindrance, without limitation. That's a glorious church. A glorious church is, is, a, is a body that, that the, the resistance to glory is very minimal. This is why this teaching that God has given to me to, to bring to the body of Christ in this season about the character of God, about the goodness of God, is critical to the activation of glory in the church. Because a church that does not know the goodness of God cannot radiate his glory. Glory was turned off when man believed a lie about the character of God. Glory will be turned on as man begins to understand the character of God. Then, then, then that, that switch is turned on again. Yes, so, so, so the revelation of the goodness of God is pouring out in the church. It's pouring out in the church. The character of God, people are beginning to see it. And as people begin to see it, glory is restored. Because the more I, I come into agreement with the character of God, the more I trust him, the more I walk with him, the more his glory can flow through me. And when his glory is flowing through me, that's what we call a glorious church. I see the glory of God flowing in your finances. Somebody say amen. I see the glory of God flowing in your marriage and your relationship. I see the glory of God flowing in your body. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I see the glory of God just pumping through you. This is what God wants. And how are we going to turn that pump on? We got to accept, hallelujah, the truth that we have already been glorified. I'm going to get into that tomorrow. Listen, I said it yesterday that the highest level of the manifestation of glory in the physical body is, is resurrection. Is the resurrected body of Christ. That's the highest expression of glory. When Jesus rose from the dead, he went from mortality to immortality. That state of the risen Christ, that body that Jesus came from the grave with, that body is the, manifest, the highest manifestation of the glory of God. And can I tell you something? You have been raised with Christ. Bible tells us that in Colossians chapter 3. You have been raised with Christ. It's all over scriptures. And we're going to get into it. So meaning that you've already been glorified. Romans chapter 8 says so. You've already been glorified. <laughs> yes, he said those who he called. Okay, sorry. Uh, let me not get into it today. I'll, I'll get into it tomorrow. But we have already been glorified. So now we need to believe it. Confess it, declare it by faith, and manifest that glory. 
Let life flow through us. Let the glory of God pump through us. This is the assignment of the last days church. The church of the last of the last of the last days are going to come into a revelation of the character of God, a deep understanding of the goodness of God, and thereby allow glory to pump without hindrance into our soul, into our mind, into our emotion, into our bodies, manifesting as healing, as health, as divine life, as as a transfigur transfiguration, and then as immortality in the risen Christ. Those are the five levels I gave us yesterday. So, so I want to wrap it up tonight by saying this. In any area of your life that you're not seeing the hand of God, you're not seeing prosperity or provision, you're not seeing healing, you're not seeing joy in your marriage or in relationships, let me tell you what it is. There's a lie. There's a lie still hanging in your subconscious mind about the character of God. And that lie is serving as a resistance. It's a serving as an insulator. And it's not allowing glory to flow through. It, this is if you're born again. If you're not born again, uh, your spirit is even turned off. It's dead. So, so you, it's dead. It's dead. So you can't even, you can't even perceive the glory of God. You can't, you can't even connect with God. Your spirit is dead. So now your spirit needs to be reborn. Your spirit needs to be regenerated. The Bible calls it that. There's a regeneration that this come is regenerated, and, and the incorruptible seed, which is the seed of the Word of God, fires into your spirit, and you are born again. According to First uh, Peter chapter one verse twenty-three, the incorruptible spe spe uh, seed fires into your spirit, and your spirit picks up the life of God and the glory of God. Where your spirit picks it. Now, your soul needs to go through renewal. Your soul needs to go through transformation. And as your soul is renewed and your mind is renewed, at, at, renewed to what? Renewed to match the character of God. Renewed in the goodness of God. That's what it is. You begin to know that God is good. And you are, you are able to stand on that thing, you know, on that faith until that, that matter becomes well established in you then glory flows through your mind. It comes out as wisdom. It comes out as favor. It comes out as power. <laughs> it comes out as influence in your soul. It comes out as charisma, whatever you want to call it. It, it flows and favor. You have favor with people. You have favor with angels. You have favor with men. You have favor with God because glory is flowing through your soul. And then as it manifests in your body, glory manifests as healing. It goes as health. Then next level as divine life. Next level as transfiguratable body. If there's anything like that, then it attains the highest level. But this is the thing. By the death and resurrection of Jesus, we have already been assigned at the highest level. We have already attained the highest level in Christ. In Christ, then we need to take our position at the highest level which is the risen Christ stature. We need to stay there and believe for, for that glory, the manifestation of glory to go from level one to two to three to four and then to five ultimately. And we, I said it yesterday, that five, the five ultimately will manifest on the day that Jesus returns. But before he returns, we, you see what happens at level five is there's an event the Bible says we all shall be transformed. We all shall be changed from mortality to immortality. That event, there's a process going from level one, two, three, four, going all the way to five. And it's our faith, standing at five by faith, begins to activate those levels. 
and it begins to go and go and go and go until we, we arrive there. So when the whole body of Christ, the church begins to get this revelation and begins to understand it and we see the church, you know, beginning to ascend and upgrade from level one to level two and we are now walking in divine health to level three. We're walking in divine life. Many believers in the church are now operating in divine life. Life is able to flow through them. Healings, uh, supernatural miracles are happening everywhere, left, right and center. People's shadow are healing the sick. People's shadow are turning around bad situations. People praying and things change and, and power is being released because that's the glory of God manifested at level three. Then we go to level four, where we are able to, you know, transfigure light. We become beings of light. Hallelujah. Become beings of light. Yes, the church is going there. When members of the body of Christ will walk around as beings of light, as beings of light. What we saw in Matthew 17 will become a reality, a regular reality, where we walk around as beams of light. And then we, we get ready for level five. When the master returns, the master is coming. <laughs> I'm telling you now, the master is coming. As we teach this revelation and it begins to gain ground and gain, and gain a, a acceptance, people begin to understand it and begin to ascend and ascend and ascend. We will bring the master. I believe God that this, this revelation will flood the church in the next five to ten years so that the church begins to ascend as a corporate entity all the way, going all the way to level number five where we, we wait for the master to return. But this is the revelation that's going to bring the master back. I'm telling you, we're in for some good time. My timer says I must stop tonight. I am excited. I pray for you for your eyes of understanding to open. I pray for you that you will listen to this teaching again and desire glory. We are saying we will go for glory. Good night. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, Strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.